Urban Media Today talks sports on Urban Media Today Radio. It's Urban Media Today talks sports. We got my man Vince Butts, Ray Porter Jr., Reg Hickman, Ron Pitts, and Brandon Walker, and Cliff McAfee, and brothers. With this being like the middle, the start of the summer, there's a lot going on, man. I mean, there's a lot going on. When you look at the NBA, you just had the NBA draft. Then you have the NBA free agency coming up. Um, James Harden and the Sixers trade. Anyway, um, <laughs> you also have, you know, some stuff with, as far as the NFL is concerned. Um, you know, people talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and all that kind of stuff. So the talking heads, you know, they, they want to talk about that. But there's other things to talk about when it comes to football as well. You know that the, the, the young ones are getting hyped for college football. Um, with this being what June, no July first, right? Then you're looking at the end of July. Literally, for those preparing for college football season, the end of July is it for them because once you get into August, that's a wrap. So we can talk about that a little bit. Um, and NCAA uh, voting on the what? The, the summer league games that they're allowing uh, to count. I don't know if they're counting or what. We'll talk about that a little bit too. Uh, NFL talking out the side of their neck with this gaming, this gambling. <laughs> and that, that's crazy. I mean, and, and then you want a team in Vegas. Like, okay, so you, you, I, I, you guys had to explain that one to me. You want a that team in Vegas, but then you want to limit gambling. So it's like, that's not making sense. Um, then you're looking at hockey. Wow. HBCU and hockey, Tennessee State. going to be the that's first cool. HBCU yeah. to fill a mm-hmm. ice hockey program. And eventually, from what I read, they want to make it a women and men's program. They're going to have a women's program and a men's program, ice hockey. They're going to start out as a farm team, but then as time goes on, um, they're going to uh, hopefully get to the same ranks as, I don't know, maybe a Notre Dame when it comes to hockey, maybe a Minnesota. I mean, I I think it can happen. Um, Uh What I say is don't sleep on HBCUs. They're always an option. And Uh I think that we just don't get the the glory that we should at times. and then there's a whole bunch more. I mean, whatever you guys want to talk about, we can get into that. Um, but first, I, <clears throat> kudos to the NHL. Um, I know that uh, PK Subban is part of a coalition um, where they're they're trying to get the NHL to diversify, and it's an inclusion too. Uh, I think he's a co co uh, head of that um, with another gentleman. I think last name Carter. They both played in the NHL, um, and I think that that's big. Um, because the Predators are in Nashville. You have Tennessee State right there. And then what Tennessee State did was right after or during or, and forgive me if I don't have the, the, uh, the, the clock right, around the NHL draft is when Tennessee State University decided to, to announce that they're going to build the ice hockey program. And I know it's still being studied, but the mere fact that they're going to start as a farm system, as a farm you know, team, I mean, how you all feel about that? I mean, for me, I'm like, yo, that's this awesome. This is I think it's dope. Good. Yeah, I yeah. think it's dope. I think so. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I was, I read it um, on uh, Wednesday, and I was just just very excited. It's nice to see, and nice nice to see every every reason, every right reason about it. I'm all for it, and it's just it's a blessing. It's it's a blessing to see those use their gifts and have that expression in hockey and, and male and female. Yeah. Cause the, the female leagues are, have been flowing for how long, pretty much over what, 20 years, even, even more so. And so it's just, it's good to see. And, and hopefully 
that'll inspire the rest of the rest of the schools as HBCU schools to follow suit. All right. Um, and I got to say, I got to say, gentlemen, before you even get into the conversation, kudos to President Glenda Glover. Um, I hope I pronounced that right, because it's G-L-O-V-E-R, um, uh, a sister at the helm as a president of Tennessee State University, HBCU in Nashville, across the tracks, I believe, from Vanderbilt. Um, kudos to her and Anson. Kudos to Anson Carter and P.K. Subban, um, because what they're doing is they're, they're part of the coalition. Uh, they're co-chairing it. Um, I think I remember Anson with the Rangers, if I'm not mistaken. No, I was just yeah. I was just going to say that, you know, it's always good to get representation in places where you haven't been represented. And I think it's it's a good thing that, you know, we can broaden the horizons, especially, you know, of, of, of young people to get involved in some sports maybe they hadn't thought about before. Uh, you know, it's always a good thing. What needs to come with that, though, especially if you're going to start developing, uh, you know, kids in grade school or high school and whatnot, hockey is an expensive sport. So, you know, people, we got to find a way to support young people to be able to, to participate in that sport with ice time. So let's hope that those those hockey teams come with, you know, maybe donating hockey ice time and whatnot to, to those neighborhoods in Nashville and in those areas to make sure that the young people who might go to Tennessee State to play will have an opportunity to hone their skills. And that is such a good point, Rich. Uh, my cousin, uh, Bryce Jackson. He played hockey in the eighties, and he 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 racked up the trophies and played in leagues. Now his now his uh, stepson is playing hockey as well, and they always talked about how expensive that equipment is. And then when you grow, you got to get some more. It's like football equipment times two. <laughs> so that is true. I agree. All right. So <laughs> NHL Inner City, um, they have a program. I know Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh area has been hosting it for years now since he came in the league and mm -hmm. the rest of the NHL caught on in 2016. Um, in 1958, the Boston Bruins had one of the, uh, had the very first African-American male to play in, in the NHL. So Let's see, and I have to remember his name, and I do not remember his name off by heart. I just know it was 1958 because my dad was a big hockey fan before he passed away and everything. So, um, Willie O'Ree, yes, that was his name. Thank you. Oh, well, I just got, you got that right. So Willie oh, I got that right. Everybody's scared right now. He was like, no, Wikipedia. That is it. That's it. First black hockey player. Hey, can we get the review booth just to confirm that? It was from no, New York just to confirm that. Trevor got everybody on Google before they speak. Can't afford to say it was good. That and that's, that's hilarious because Vince and Raiden already know when we started this show. It's like, yo, don't come in here not knowing your stuff. Don't just throw out names. Don't, don't just know throw out stuff. facts. Because if people yeah. are listening to us, they're going to listen to us all the time. You don't want people listening to us like, yo, they don't know yeah. what they're talking about. One thing all I right? can say, say is um, I like how Subin is doing what he's doing, his initiatives <clears throat> for, for our people in hockey. I mean, he had a great career, and now he's stepping up to what Chuck Noll would say, his life's work. So that, that's just good to see. And PK is pretty good doing commentating too. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever saw. Yeah, him. yeah, really um, he's really good. He really is. Yeah, and it's 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 definitely cool. And I know uh, from the NHL network, I've seen some brothers on there too. So it's 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 just good to see. Hey, PK Subban <laughs> played for the Canadians and the Predators and the Jersey Devils. 
he yeah, won he the lowest also trophy, career. which is the MVP for the right. uh, top defense. I think he has a brother. Well. Yeah, not brother. two brothers. I think he has at least. I think he has. I know he has one brother who's a goalie. Right. Um, yes. I think it's Malcolm. Um, but I know. I think they have another brother that plays. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, but I'm not mm. sure, so I'm not even gonna put that out there. But yeah, I mean, kudos to that. I mean, soul on ice. That's how I'm gonna lead that. That's gonna be. That's gonna be crazy. That's I gonna think it's crazy. gonna be good. That's I think it's going to be good for the community. I think it's going to be good for hockey. I think it's going to yeah. be good for NCAA sports, mm-hmm. especially now if it goes D1. If it goes D1 and it's just not like a hockey club. Yeah. Um, heck, I hope they come down here and play USF's hockey team. Yeah, but well, that is a D1 school. So, I mean, yeah. you're already there. This is a matter of getting the program. I guess, I guess. With anything, you have to start out slow for the first couple of years or so as they're studying it, looking at attendance, looking at the impact that it might have financially on the institution. And then you just and hopefully it's all growth and you just go from there. Yeah, but that's right. good stuff. I mean, that's that's awesome stuff. Speaking one of the, new one things, of the things too, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One I'm of the sorry. things I'm no, hoping ahead, that, that they're patient uh, with them to allow allow it to develop along with the league. That's good. Um, because, yeah. you know, something new, especially – it already is going to have a black mark on it, no pun intended, being an HBCU and then they're trying to because a lot of people will try to compare it. So I, I hope they really give it the patience uh, mm-hmm. so that it can develop and be what they want it to be. I would say, you know, this, what's awesome about that? Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, number one, they're supposed to be starting it, starting it in 2026. I mean, to, to make it to varsity stats. So they're going to like work it for a couple of years. And two, what may help it, and it might not be popular, they don't play in like a MEAC or SWAC. They play in the Ohio Valley Conference. If they have a good, if they have a hockey club there, they probably have good hockey schools there in the Ohio Valley Conference. The one thing that you just say was as a club team, that's the word I was looking for. They'll start as a club team and then they'll go from there. So this is nothing but growth. And uh, we wish them all well. And kudos again to um, President Glover. Um, I'm hoping I'm saying her name right because it's G-L-O-V-E-R um, for doing what she's doing. Um, that I just think that's awesome. And kudos to the NHL as well. I'm shining a light on, on having inclusion um, and diversity. I think that's awesome as well because there's many brothers that played in the league that – um, you wouldn't know unless you looked it up. Um, but there's a lot. On my um, I, again, I here we go to video games. To be told, I learned the game of hockey playing it on 2K, uh, playing it on PlayStation and uh, and um, the Xbox. Blades of Steel. And then also, there you go. There you go. There you go. And then I learned about the players the same way so i mean all i did was looked at who's on who's on what team and who's where and then looked them up and it just started actually following the game on tv so um i actually had a got a kick out of watching the, the uh, vegas win their uh, first um stanley cup uh, this year that was kind of cool. Yeah, you, know, you, cool you you, you got to go, go check out a hockey game in person tv does no justice too to cold bro been there done that it, it's too cold it, it for does me. no like, justice ah. to it man <laughs> yeah i went, I went, I went to my first one this year this past year so yeah i know what you mean man but, but so were you cold, things, Ray? Was it cold? It was cold. But but you know, one of the things, man, about the NHL, ever since, especially I like how they're coming back, they're starting to get back into the mainstream, um, especially after recovering from going on all the strikes and things of that nature, Great. signing these new TV deals and things of that nature, which, which is really helping to help push it uh globally, because it's always been a global sport. Right. But now more eyes are starting to come on it, especially from our community as well. Hence, which we're going into this TSU 
joint. So I, I'm excited about it, man. I, I, I'm a big fan. I like Gary Bettman. I think Gary Bettman is probably yeah. one of the best sports commissioners out there. Came out of the yeah, NBA. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's the end of the first quarter. We talked all hockey. Can you believe that? We talked all <laughs> hockey in the first quarter of the Urban Media Today Talk Sports. You got Reg Hickman. You got Ron Pitts. Roy, Ray. I said Roy. Ray Porter Jr. <laughs> Brandon Walker. Cliff McAfee and Vince Butts. We're going to come right back after this time. Tune in weeknights at 8 p.m. for the Nightcap. Your favorite slow jams for lovers. Or maybe you want to sit back, rest, and unwind. After a long day at work, you'll need a Nightcap. So relax. We'll handle the rest. It's the Nightcap on Urban Media Today Radio. There we go. Google his name before you mention it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, media today oh, talks sports. Ryan Pitts got jokes, but we're sitting up here. We're talking NHL. Uh, we're about to transfer over to either NHL, NBA. I mean, there's plenty of things that we can talk about. The NFL with this gambling thing. I'm like, what? I mean, I th- I'm Vince, how many it. players just got suspended for next year? For next year? Four. I think it was what, four. four players. Mm. It, and they got suspended for betting on football, correct? Right. Yep. And and one yeah, dude got one dude got suspended for betting on another sport but while in the NFL facility. In the, in the workplace, right. In the yeah, facility. so and he did, he right. said he didn't realize that that was against the rules. The other cats, I think the one dude played for the Colts and bet on uh what they call him a prop bet during the game about, you know, like over under rushing yards or something. Uh you know, for for the Colts, what? You know, he won the bet. Wow. But, you, know, you, can't, what? you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that, man. You can't do that. All right. So, so let me play stupid for a second, fellas. I'm just going to put this out there just to put it out there. Yeah, professional league. Vegas is the capital of all betting. We already know that in the United States. I don't know if anywhere else is up there. You have professional teams in Vegas now. You're looking, the NBA might be putting a team in Vegas. You have a WNBA team in oh, Vegas. Oh, it's happening. You have an NFL team in Vegas. And it's like, and then you have an NHL team in Vegas, and, and you're gonna say, "Okay, team. no betting on sports," and and you're probably gonna have a baseball team, and you're gonna say, "No betting on sports." I know it compromises the game, um, and it, it you know the uh, the uh, integrity of the game. If you're playing and betting, you shouldn't be betting. But I mean, isn't that like hypocrisy? It's like hypocrisy. Don't forget about the Big the time. deal they got with DraftKings and stuff yeah. like that. But is it really? <laughs> but is it really saying no betting, or is where you bet? No betting in the facility. Like you can't, you bet, can't on bet on your you team. Bet on your own game, right? Like you can't. Right. Like, the NFL is something that 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 undermines the integrity of the game, right? Right. But at right. the same time, Trevor, you make a good point. Like how much mo- mo- money and revenue is coming from whether or not it's fantasy sports now, which we all know is a, is has a betting gambling aspect to it. Or DraftKings. I mean, at the NBA game, mm-hmm. they'll you know they cut into them with a commercial with the the commentators. Like you know, what's the over under on who's going to get the next steal and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. these leagues can't have it both ways. But I think the one thing that maybe makes it different than say 30, 40 years ago is now that it is corporations that are running the gambling instead of the mob. You know what I'm saying? You know, Uncle Vinny's not uh-huh. running to go break somebody's legs. You know what I'm saying? So I think maybe that that puts it into a little bit of a different context. Um, in terms of, you know, why maybe gambling is more acceptable in, in the package that it is now, as opposed to, like I said, when, you know, when the mob was running it and you had you could have other issues. Mm-hmm. But let's even think about how 
it's always been an age old uniform thing, not to bet on your own team. Look, look, that's the reason why Pete Rose is still, <laughs> it's still out. It's the reason why uh, shoeless Joe Jackson and the, and the uh, white 1919 White Sox six are still out, <laughs> you know? So there are just some things that's always been in place about that for, 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 for decades, for real. I mean, Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle were suspended at one point because of what they did and then reinstated. So, I mean, I mean, the, the NFL's policy says the gambling pol- policy prohibits anyone in the NFL from engaging in any form of gambling in any club or league facility facility or venue, including practice facility per the league. Now, that means that you could do it at home. So what's stopping you from going home? But you bring your phone. This is 2023. We all bring our, our phones everywhere we go. Laptops. These guys are traveling from city to city. They're going to have everything. And I agree with, with Trev that it's stupid to have a – you're asking for the, the players to bet in Vegas. Like, and, I mean, does the old saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Or are they going to have – but you know what? I mean, it's, 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 these cats are professionals, right? I mean, if they're professionals, right. then, you know, unless you got a problem. Yeah. You know, keep your phone off. You, you should right. be able yeah. to, you know, go to work. I mean, you at work, right? I mean, right, 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 you right. at work, you know, you show up to work, you know, you, you can't necessarily be on Twitter at your job. Right. Well, you yeah, might, exactly. you, might you, not, oh. you know, you can get busted. I don't know, for that. Higher I mean, education. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yes, you can. Like you You're know, right. so there, there are places and spaces where things are appropriate to inappropriate. And if your job is telling you you can't bet on a game on your you phone it. while you're at work, well then, you know. So I'm what? Why does the job just say, come out and say no betting? Period. They did. No, I, I think they, I think they, they said playing. you no. can't do that. I just read no betting. Period. But the only right. thing I have a problem with is betting on your own team. And okay, you want to you don't want to bet in your facility. Teams don't want to do it. Disrespect the rules. Plain and simple. If you can't discipline yourself to not follow a a couple simple instructions, then you don't need to be in the league anyway. It's like back in the days when like people get busted for weed all the time. Like you can smoke eleven months out of the year. Just all you had to do is. Not smoke like in that one little period, one two week period in July, and you're good. You won't get tested. I know we're just like one don't have anything to do, whatever. But still, just follow simple rules. Yeah, but why don't you? If you're going to be in control, and the NFL is in control because players can't even take their helmets off and be seen, and that was one of the things that always pissed me off. Because if they take their helmets off to be seen, they get fined. All right, there's certain things if they wear if they. Um, are not up to code and uniform, they can get fined. Uh, they have to ask for permission to wear certain things out onto that field. So the NFL is telling you, this is my field. You're on my show, period. So if you're on my show, period, I'm just saying the NFL is being hypocritical by saying, okay, we have these professional teams in the capital of the country. And I want, I want to say world, but of the country, it's, that's known for betting. That's what uh-huh. you do there. That's what people go there to do. And you're going to say, okay, well, we're not going to tell you you can't bet, but you can't. These are the parameters of betting. If the yeah. NFL has been as strict as they've been in everything else, why don't you just say if you're in the league, you can't bet? You can say even during the season, but you can't bet while you're working. Just like somebody else said earlier, yo, you can't bet. 
I mean, that makes it simple. Yeah, but yeah, they, they, they want to have their cake and eat it too, like you said. Like everybody said. It's like so. But what if what if all right, so Trev, me and you were on a on a team, we're teammates, and yep. we have a little A. I bet I get more tackles than you. What are we going to do then? You know, that's we could do that and say there. no, we could do that and say okay, it's a steak dinner. Yeah, that's that's yeah. with, with amongst so you players, can't do I that get no that. More. We're talking about money. These we're talking about you going to to the to the to whatever the betting system is and you're betting to win money. All right. So that's like that integrity of the game, because I don't know if you guys you guys don't remember. But I mean, when you look at um, point because that can lead to point shavings. I see where the NFL is going. Right. Because even in college hoops back in the 50s, I think it was uh, city of New York. um, There was a scandal there when the cats were shaving points because there was because other people and I'm not going to say the mob like my man Reg because I ain't trying to get in trouble with nobody. So other people. (laughs) um, I don't know what you're talking about. We're laying down money, you know, for points for winning by this much or that much and that sort of thing. And I just surmised it, but I'm just saying that was the gist of it. And it's like, okay, I can see that. So if you want to protect the integrity of the game and you, because they actually have 1 800 gambling if you have a problem. <laughs> so why <laughs> are you right. going to say that? Why won't you just say to your players, yo, straight across the board? During football season, at the start of preseason, to the end of the to after the Super Bowl, you can't bet. Period. But, but I think it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple, right? It's pretty simple. You 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 can't bet on your own sport and you can't bet while you're working. I mean, like there, there are plenty of the rules, there are plenty, plenty of the rules in place uh for employees, uh, and, and it's up to employees to know the rules and to follow them. I don't think it's that difficult. Um, you're not saying you can't bet. You just you just can't do it while you're working. Uh, and so I think you're always going to have people who break the rules or don't don't pay attention to the rules. So somebody's going to break them. Somebody's going to be made an example. It you know it it should serve for other players. Like look, you know you can't do this. Uh, and and hopefully that's enough. Being suspended, losing out on money is is enough of an incentive to not do it further. I mean I, I don't think it's that difficult of a rule to to follow. Yeah, but but you know it is. They you, oh, it's money. They making money, man. Right. Oh, absolutely. Sponsor. Of course. You know what? You can't. You know. You don't want to. With the fifteen hundred players that are in the league, or however many it is that are in the league, you're not going to tell them that you know don't make money or don't you know work with one of our our big corporate sponsors because you know right. they're not. You know. I mean, it's all about it's all about the money. So they, and at some point, you know, they're gonna have those guys doing DraftKings commercials or fantasy. They probably they already do. And all of that. I mean, and, they got to do something. On another point, you talked about the NFL with the helmets. I think that's one of the reasons why NFL players don't really sometimes get enough individual shine when it comes to marketing and, and, and uh, you know, shoe deals and that stuff. So you don't know who they are, right? You know, you don't get to see their faces because their helmets are covered up on them. They, you know, the players really need to push back on that one because I think you get a lot more shine. I think that's why NBA players are so much more visible because you can see these cats right. from head to toe. Right. NFL right. players really need to, 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 you know, question the, the, the powers that be uh, about, about that one. But, that's but the question is short, just short and simple, Reg, that emblem that you have on your helmet is advertisement for the NFL and for the individual team that you're playing for. So you're not playing for you. You're playing for me. And the NFL said it. So that's why you can't take your helmet off and celebrate it. You can get fined. I mean, in the NBA, I mean, I, they, they had, remember in the NBA where one of the commissioners had it, where you had to dress up in a suit and tie to come to work, to come to the games yes, all the time. Sir. 
was David Stern you know, so, and because of Adam right. Iverson. Was it, Adam Iverson. No, it, was, it, it wasn't just Adam well, Iverson. It was because of that brawl in the palace, too. And the second well, brawl... Go ahead. Is that, oh, and also, they could get suspended for a year just for gambling, but Deshaun Watson could get, can do whatever it was and, and get 11 games and all he lose out on, like, you know what I mean? It's not... Well, I understand uh, the integrity of the game. Sean was out for a couple of years. No, he was not play. It was only a year. It was only, it was only 11 games. So he got a year. Good for you. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side. It's halftime. We play a full game here. Ooh, look at this. We talked about gambling in the second quarter. We talked about NHL in the first quarter. I just lost total control of this show. We're going to take a quick time out. It's Ever Media Today Talk Sports. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Treats and Beans redefines the concept of waffles and crepes from breakfast side dish to a main dish that can be served or delivered any time of the day. On a day like today, why not treat yourself to this deliciousness at Treats and Beans, located in Oakland, 118 Myron Avenue. For mouth-watering recipes that will blow your mind, waffles, crepes, and coffee, oh my, it's got to be Treats and Beans. Media today talks sports. We got Ron Pitts, we got Ray Porter Jr., we got Reg Hickman, we got Cliff McAfee Jr., and Vince Butts. Along with Brandon Walker talking NHL, talk NFL and gambling. Uh, we still could talk about the NBA if we want to. We could talk about the WNBA if we want to. Las, Las Vegas Aces, man, I think that's going to be my favorite team. Um, no disrespect to Brittany Griner, though, because I still like Phoenix, but I'm just going to say Las Vegas, man, they look like they might have a power team, like a powerhouse team. Just go through the league again. Uh, USFL tonight, um, championship game. Uh, I know the Pittsburgh Maulers are in the championship game tonight. Did you guys watch the USFL? Have you watched it? I have. I watched the two no games third. that the Maulers played against Michigan. Mm-hmm. And oh my I gosh. cannot believe the last, the most recent game was incredible, right, Ray? It certainly was. I mean, and then the fact that it went into overtime. And how about the overtime rules, though, man? They, That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you got innings in football. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So th- for those people that don't know, you get three. When it's tied at the end of overtime, in the playoffs at least, I don't know about the regular season, you have both teams have three chances. And they're at the – are they set up at the five or the ten? I'm not sure. But they're set up. They're at the two. They're set up man. at the two? Okay, they're yeah. set up at the two. And if a team scores is up by four points at the end of two innings, that team automatically wins. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was crazy because that's how Pittsburgh won. They were up by two um, yeah. because they scored both times. Um, the Maulers actually, I mean, I'm sorry, Michigan actually scored one time, but the, the, the brother fumbled before the the ball crossed the plane. Yeah. So they said that right. was not, they negated that. Um, so then Pittsburgh scored twice and then they, they win that way. But that just made it exciting, right? Like that game, I, I never thought that I'll be watching another football <laughs> game like that other than yeah. college football and NFL. Yeah, that was the only game I actually watched in its entirety. And it was, it was excellent. And um, how about the kickers in the USFL? The NFL is about to loot them of all their kickers, man. That, Chris, 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 Chris 50 Blewett. yards, 50 plus, go ahead. 59. Yeah. Uh, Chris right. Blue at the former Pitt Panther. He nailed that 59 yard. It probably could have went man like over 60. And I believe the Michigan kicker kicked a 60 yard field goal. So yeah, that's how as soon as this season's over, the NFL's coming from, <laughs> you can guarantee it. <laughs> and that's what they did with some of the XFL players. They came and swooped some of them jokers up. Yes, man. sir. You are right. You're right. They so, swooped uh, them up right away at the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the over. 
It was got that one kid, um, that one wide receiver, uh, what's his face? Butler? That's his name? He's about 6'5". Akeem Butler, yes, yes. Yes, about 6'5", 220. He got some size and and height. Yeah, they cut Anthony Miller because of that, too. Yeah, so. You tell that the Steelers trying to be a walk off the team, walk off the bus type team now. We're not going to turn it into a Steelers team. Go ahead. (laughs) Before Trevin jumps on on us again. (laughs) Tonight is the um, the uh, Pittsburgh Maulers and it's the Birmingham Stallions. But again, fellas, I got to put and coach kudos to coach Ray Horton. Ray Horton has done a job with with Pittsburgh and I'm not trying to make it a Pittsburgh show, but I got to give credit where credit is due. But why not? This this again, (laughs) fellas, whatever, Ray. We'll we'll, we'll let you talk about your pirates and the sweep of the Padres a little bit. My pirates. um, (laughs) All about the Pittsburgh. The the Maulers are coming into the championship game tonight with a record of four and six in the championship game. Because the Stallions, the, the Stallions of Birmingham are eight and two. So if I was coach Skip Holtz, I'd be mad right now. Like, wait a minute. You mean so the team that I'm playing in for the title actually has six losses and they only have four wins out of ten games and we won eight and two. So didn't that did that not happen in the XFL? Wasn't yep. there a team with a losing record in the championship game? Yep. And they won the championship. And they did won they not the championship. Win? Texas. Uh is it Dallas or I forget that they're from Texas. Uh with Bar- Arlington. Arlington, yeah. Arlington. Arlington beat Washington. Wow, that's crazy. So uh, there you go again. USFL tonight championship game. The uh, Pittsburgh Maulers taking on the Birmingham Stallions, 8 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be at that Tom Benson Hall of Fame stadium. That's in Canton, Ohio, for those of you who don't know. Is that the, the football Hall of Fame? Yeah, it's, the, it's Pittsburgh's second home. Pittsburgh said whatever, man. Here you go. There. You know there he goes. Those niggas shot. Yeah, right. You know, I can't. I can't even argue with that either. He's so he run Ohio. <laughs> but it is it's our. It, it, it's it's our uh, what we call our, our timeshare. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I like it. And one of the things Pittsburgh has to watch out for. Obviously, they have the best defense. And Reuben Foster, the former Alabama standout, on yes, uh, he he played a part. And then I have we have a couple folks there that my wife and I know, Trey Tarpley, who is uh, if you remember uh, Darius Chisholm that used to anchor Channel Eleven News, that's her son. And then uh, oh, for real, yeah, that's it. Oh wow, okay, I remember Miss Darius. And then Mark Gilbert, who um, who actually was on Pittsburgh. And then he played on Detroit. <laughs> he's, he's the one that stripped uh, Deontay Johnson a few years ago. And then he came back to the practice squad, but he got a chance to play. And, that, and that's what's good. I mean, if you're, if you're not playing in the NFL, you get a chance to play play in this league in the XFL. So just nice to see. Nice you to mean see Mark Gilbert Jr.? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's my cousin. Small world, man. No, wow. trust me. Like, he knows Darrell Revis. Uh, not to brag about who I know. Darrell Revis, Jordan Whitehead. Uh-huh. He's part it's of okay. that family. It's okay, Brandon. We know we know you know everybody. That's not that's no, not, it's a, <laughs> that's a good pit. thing. That's a good thing, man. John Gil- oh. That's a good thing, man. But that's great. Yeah, my wife went to school with her with her father, the elder Mark Gilbert. So yeah, so great. This is up. This is up. So I'm looking forward to that tonight. I'm actually going to watch. Um, I'm going to watch yeah, that game because I think too, it's going to be kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. Speaking of watching something, man, I'm mad at the Sixers. How you get rid of Doc and now 
you and James Harden are talking about setting up a trade. And, oh, and then the, the word, the talking heads were saying that the reason Doc got let go is because of James Harden. And I'm like, okay. Now, I know Vince is not a Doc Rivers fan, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Whatever, I'm not man. I, 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 I ain't I, worried I, about I, the I, three I, of you. I can't. Can can it was okay. Okay, listen here. I just got one thing to say. James Harden is the reason why James Harden has not won a ring. Okay, the dude is bouncing around like Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay, he's he's gathering more jerseys. That this was he he fought his way out of Brooklyn to come there. So now here we are. It's just like the same old song, man. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not mad at James Harden because James Harden was a beast coming out of Florida State. I mean, I, when I saw was, him play, yeah. I was like. And then he got to Oklahoma City and played with uh, with uh, the triple double machine and Kevin Durant. But he he was coming off the bench, you know, playing with them. Um, and then he went to Houston. And then, I mean, James Harden, you know, people were looking at him and, you know, he had his own shot for a second there. Uh, that little step back, you know, dropping. And... So I'm not mad at him, you know, to be honest with you. I'm just like, he just needs to find the right fit. But, I mean, come on, man. You already playing with with with. Man, I can't believe they said the joke is better than it's my man. But hard to find go ahead. With, with the way he with the way that he plays, though. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's ball dominant. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. dribbles the ball, you know, he dribbles the air out of the ball, and then you know, can jack up a shot. So it's just it's hard to play with somebody that ball dominant. And where they talking mm-hmm. about him going maybe to the Clippers, it just doesn't even make begin to make sense. Yeah. He'll be at the Clippers yeah. with the triple double on his team? No. One of the places that they're talking about is him going no. to the Clippers. And I, w- I would say, though, but I think if, if he would, you know, being in Philly, I thought it was a great place for him if he just relegated himself to a pure point guard role, which we know he can do, right? But, it, it, but you, you got to give Joel the ball more and more and more. You got to feed that beast. But uh-huh. I don't think, you know, James Harden was the, wasn't all of Philly's problems. You know, Tobias Harris, on the other hand, well, you know, now we can have another conversation about that. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget. I'm Doc. laughing at Ron. Go ahead, Ron. Say it, say it out loud. <laughs> I ain't want to put the host on blast. I ain't put the host on blast. Man, what we do on this show right. right here, we come with the facts. We don't. We, if you go come with it, you ain't wrong. <laughs> hey, get it right. There you go. Came out of Arizona State, not Florida State. Not Florida State. Thank you very much. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we supposed to be. But go ahead, Reggie. We just cut you off. Ryan tried to slide that in. It's good. I'm done. (laughs) Hey, can I say this too? Though he also Phoenix supposedly is looking at him too, and I think that would also be a bad move. Because then he'll be playing with Durant again. Yeah, I can't even see that happening. Okay, so you would have Jay. He already played with James Harden, Bradley Beal. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I mean, you, like I said before, you could add Chucky Booker to that team. It just would not fit with James <laughs> with James Harden. <laughs> like, when Phoenix gonna mess around and play, they gonna play three on five, man. They gonna have no bench. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. They're gonna do something stupid like trade DeAndre Ayton for James Harden. You gonna have James Harden and DeAndre Ayton and Embiid. That'll be another awkward fit. The, the better question, though, is where's Kyrie going? I mean, there's no market for this dude, right? He's staying in Dallas. He's staying in Dallas. They also Phoenix. mentioned Phoenix for him, too, possibly. Yeah, That's what I read. That's, that's, I mean, you when know, you look uh, at uh, bad move. Go ahead. Uh, look at Dallas, is, though. It's the, that's ahead, just to force Dallas to, to pay him. Like, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, you know, Kyrie's been around the, around the block a couple times. You know, he's burned some bridges. I mean, we're, I mean you talk about James Harden in the fit. You know, and in, in a lot of places, I don't think Kyrie fits in a lot of places. 
No, um, he don't. And I, I, I will say though, as a, as a Lakers fan, hey. that I, I do think that his best fit yeah. would be with the Los Angeles don't Lakers. Say it. Oh, James Harden? And, and what no, cost no. Kyrie. I'm going to tell you what. Oh, Kyrie. That, okay. That, that Nuggets Lakers series showed me that the Lakers did not have somebody that could go shot for shot with Jamal Murray. Because Jamal Murray was just coming off that, that pick and roll, just crushing him. Kyrie Irvin provides you with that type of player who can, from the guard position, just take over and dominate a game. The Lakers simply don't have that. Kyrie right. would bring that to the, to the team. But you also bring everything else that Kyrie brings to the table, which, you know, there's some good, there's some bad. I think we don't talk enough about what, the, what that, that brother does on the sneak tip in terms of philanthropy and some other things that he does. I know he can say some crazy stuff, but there's some other things that he does that are, that are on point. But I think the Lakers are a good fit for him. I just wouldn't pay him $50 million a year, though. That's a different situation. But there's so an X factor the there. Million, the- I just wouldn't give him the long-term contract. The that's X factor is, and I agree with you, Ron. The X factor is LeBron James. The Kyrie Irving LeBron James duel has already combination has already been proven. Think that about was seven it. years ago. I don't care when it was; it's been proven because Kyrie and LeBron had that that connection already. They know how to play off of each other. LeBron needs that break. I mean, you got Kyrie. Kyrie was killing it in the lane during the playoffs when Cleveland was in the playoffs. I see you. Go ahead, Cliff. I just remember that. Uh, LeBron was like this in Cleveland whenever they was in Cleveland together waiting for the ball and never got what? the ball. So I when think they, that he'll wind up in Phoenix. And in LA, that's a bad thing because I don't necessarily want LeBron shooting the ball now. <laughs> well, we're here all the time, time, right? All the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't necessarily but who do, But seriously, though, who does Phoenix oh, oh. have? Who are give up, who does Phoenix have now besides Booker? Because cp 3 is going. You know, Chris Paul's gone. He's he's in the Warriors. <laughs> they still got Bill they, and Durant. You got right? KD. Right. Hey, who else? They just got Bradley Bill. There? Don't sleep on Bradley Bill. He's no Don't longer playing KD. in Washington. Or that's gonna be another conversation, Ryan. Yeah, KD. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they don't have a point guard, right? I would say that. Right, that, that right. Yeah, I think they need a point yeah, guard. Yeah. You know, definitely. No They're gonna have to find the rest of their team. They're gonna have to fill out on the cheap anyway, right? Because right, but they don't have a lot of players. But if you give up, or but if you get Kyrie, who you gonna give up though? Phoenix, Phoenix don't even want Kyrie, do they? Why would they want nah, Kyrie? Phoenix doesn't want him. Phoenix doesn't want him. Nah, I'm like, yo, oh, you, you talking about giving somebody up, but why would you even? They only want. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, look at the time. Woo, it's the end of the third quarter. <laughs> it is Every Media Today Talk Sports. It's we got one more quarter to go. We play a full game here. I heard that. Somebody said, this guy. Anyway, <laughs> that's how we do here. We have fun. We'll be right back after this timeout. <laughs> Tune in weeknights at 8 p.m. for the nightcap. Your favorite slow jams for lovers. Or maybe you want to sit back, relax, and unwind. After a long day at work, you'll need a nightcap. So relax. We'll handle the rest. It's the Nightcap on Urban Media Today Radio. Urban Media Today Talk Sports. Cliff McAfee Jr. We got Reg Hickman. We got Ron Pitts. We got Ray Porter Jr. And Vince Butts. Can I, Brandon can Walker I, as well. Can, you, can I finish? Can I get the introduction hey, in? Like, hey, can I get everybody's I you, name I in? I thought there? you were done. I mean, okay. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to cut you off. Go ahead, Ray Don't Porter me. Jr. What you got, nah, man? No, nah, I didn't mean to cut you off, though. But um, Yes, you did. I, yes, you did. Go ahead. Well, maybe not really this, not time, this time. Not this time. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to make a correction to what I said. Uh, I was wrong about um, Phoenix looking looking at um, 
looking at James Harden, is actually everybody's favorite, the New York Knicks. So what do y'all think about them, who had a, a good season for them? That could work. That could work, yeah. What you and, think, and what you think of, work is because the Knicks have no offense, you know. But the problem would be him running him running point behind Jalen yeah, Brunson. Yeah. But they, they, but the Knicks. I mean, you can see in the playoffs, man, they can't score. That becomes the issue is they can't score. Mm. Um, I don't know, James Harden. Though, I, I don't know. I just yeah. never like the dude's game. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all, about Chris Paul, you know, and, you know, with James Harden, man, I think too. <laughs> with James Harden, I think he needs to be in the right system. I think because he was so used to D'Antoni giving him the keys to do whatever he wanted to do, everything was built around him. And what he did, his schedule was built around James Harden. Everything was built around James Harden. So when Doc gets, and that's why Doc, you know, Doc, I will give Doc a little bit of reprieve here. When Doc made it uh, <laughs> end of the year press conference, he said, it's a challenge, not press conference, but an interview. Uh, it's a challenge to, to coach somebody like James Harden because you try to have a system in place and he reverts back to what he's used to. And then I think putting him beat on there kind of slows James Harden down from being the scorer to score. When really Dot wants him to be a facilitator, but yet still be aggressive at the same time. Um, <clears throat> because you figure when Joel was out, James Harden was able to run free. He was able to do what he do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was the fact, but James Harden is just not like Kobe said, Kobe said this versus soul, that that type of play will not last in the NBA. That will not win you championships because when it comes to postseason, it's the wear, it's the wear and tear. The the, the game to game, uh uh. Uh, um, change ups in your game plan. So, but isn't it a team sport? It's a team sport, man. Like it's a team sport. Even superstars now have to give the rest of their supporting cast some 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 shine. Right. Yeah. You can't win. Look at look at the. And I'm gonna say the Denver Nuggets. I mean, I mean, truth be told, I mean, many of them cats got their shines at different times. I mean, you had yeah. two players that were that were quote-unquote superstars, I give it to them. But at the same time, when you look at the team, as a team, they won the championship. So, I mean, I I agree with Kobe on that. It goes back to Reggie's point. Tobias Harris didn't start to let them down. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're going to lay off my sixes, man. But anyway, all right, so (laughs) this is what we're going to do. We're going to go around the room. I'm going to start early because usually it's like a two-minute offense, but I mean – Everybody started beating me up because I said you got 60 seconds. So what I'm going to do is whatever you got on your heart, on your mind, whatever uh, impacted you this week, we, you want, want us to talk about it. It's your chance to put it out there. And let's talk about it. Cliff McAfee Jr., what you got, Cliff? All right, first, I want to uh, thank all the brothers up here, Urban Media's uh, Sports, Urban Media Today, um, for the love and support they gave. Thank, thank you, Vince, for coming out. Um, and... Ray, thank you all coming out and everybody else that could not. Thank you for everything. I appreciate the representation. I appreciate the uh, the show that you guys did and the shout out for my dad. Um, but um, USF making moves. They get, they're getting rid of the claw that um, is a golf course uh, where the men's and women's team used to play. They're getting rid of that. And uh, they're just in September of this year, it's going to be closed. So no more there. They won't have the golf course um, after September. It closes for the public down here in Tampa. And then they um, it's an exciting time. You know, we got Coach Amir come down from uh, King of State. 
And then we got the 2026. We have the on-campus stadium coming down uh, that's going to be built. Um, the Board of Trustees at USF approved it. And, you know, I think that more colleges, Pitt, you need to go back and rebuild that uh, on-campus stadium because it's going to bring everybody back. All the alumni are going to come back to the stadium and save money. That's what's up. So they're they're getting rid of the claw, the golf course, for space for the on-campus stadium. USF. No, it's it's not. They actually came out and said there's nothing to do with that. It's just oh. it cost. Uh, it would save the university two hundred million dollars in renovations for the golf course, and they already have a state of art, um, state of art golf course and training facility for the men's and women's golf team on campus. Oh, okay. So go Bulls. Okay. That's what's up. Yep. Nah, and we're beating stuff, Alabama. Man. Oh, you just got Please. Ron started down there. So I'm not going to go to Ron <laughs> next because I already know what's going to be on his mind and his heart right away. So Vince, what you got, man? We're going to you real quick. <laughs> so, so, although not, uh, not sports related, um, you know, the uh, Supreme Court uh, this week ruled that um action uh, is unconstitutional. And, um, you know, it, it's crazy to me. It's like, I, I almost want to have like a, uh, I wanted to talk about it, but um, I know we, 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 we talk about sports here, but this thing is crazy to me um, because the original intent of affirmative action um, it wasn't discrimination. Um, it wasn't to exclude. Uh, it was to include, um, you know, it was to bring inequality, inequalities, um, you know, to education. It was to increase the access to education, promote diversity. I don't know how getting rid of affirmative action helps to improve diversity on college campuses. Um, it seems to me it's going to do quite the opposite. Uh, and, you know, hopefully a byproduct of that, maybe more Black people going to HBCUs uh, and, and we promoting HBCUs as a, as a as a as the option and instead of going to PWIs um, you know maybe, maybe this is that opportunity where we, we pour resources into HBCUs uh, and, and get them on, on the on the, uh, the bigger map so that you know that's that's you know I, I, I'd like to actually have a discussion with you guys uh, not necessarily on the show but definitely uh, about front of action going forward. Um, brother, um, number one, uh, Clarence Thomas, the affirmative action had to have something to do with him even becoming a justice. Um, and I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, and, 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 but but wait a minute, you have is it 12 people on the Supreme Court? Is nine. It 12 people, nine. nine people, nine people. Are you sure? Yep, yep. Top social studies, I know. So isn't it like, <laughs> but aren't aren't all but two of them? Uh, of non-color, you have you have uh, the the new woman, um, uh, KBJ, I believe I forget it, uh, Katani Brown Jackson, Clarence right. Thomas. Again, if you count him, I'm not sure I am. Uh, and then you have the two um, uh, Hispanic then, um, uh, women, Sotomayor and Kagan. No, right. no, it's not Hispanic, but Sotomayor um, is Hispanic. Right. So you have three. So three, never yeah. mind. I'll leave it alone. You yeah. you all know what I'm going at. Get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, 
Good stuff, Vince. I'm not going to go there because I want us to be, I don't want us monitored and I don't want us ever not to be able to be on, you know, SoundCloud or whatever. So I'll leave that alone. But um, now I think that you just diverted all the energy to another place. So I think we can come back to Ron real safe real quick right now. Ron, what you got, Ron? Doc, <laughs> 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 put it on me now, right? <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things, I know we spent a quarter talking about the, uh, the NFL and the gambling. And one of the questions that I always have is, are you just addicted or are you just dumb? Mm. Um, are you addicted? Are you dumb? Or are you greedy? Uh, we look at Calvin Ridley. I mean, first of all, these brothers that just got suspended, I guess they didn't watch any other talking heads over the last two years mm. and watched what happened uh, with Calvin Ridley. This brother bet fifteen hundred dollars. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much he won, but we know he lost on record at least eleven million dollars just in a one year salary. Over a fifteen hundred dollar bet, these brothers right here who are probably not making the type of money that Calvin Ridley was making, but still lost because of whatever they bet, whatever they gambled, and lost a year's worth of salary. Uh, at some point, man, you got to get it. You, you, whatever you bet, you lost. And I just one of the things I encourage you, man, to really either get help or watch the circle that you hang with. Is it really worth that much? Is it really worth, even though we might say what we talked about earlier, should the NFL allow it, should they not allow it? At the end of the day, daddy told you not to go outside and you still went outside. You got that right. NFL, mm. daddy told you. Nah, I feel you. Ray Porter Jr., what you got? Good stuff, Ron. What you got, Very Ray good. Porter Jr.? This is great. Um, mine's just no, uh, not sports related either. I just wanted to uh, just say thank you. Um, I... Uh, Earlier this month, I was uh, recognized as one of the 50 uh, Pittsburgh Courier Men of Excellence in class of 23. So I'm I'm honored. I'm humbled. And uh, any type of recognition is just a confirmation of, of work that's been done and to continue to work, period. You know, you you don't you haven't peaked yet just because you get honored and recognized. You haven't arrived or as I heard a bishop say, you haven't arrived. But it is nice to be recognized and a courier is known for recognizing i mean so many persons that we know have gotten these gotten this honor my wife and and her sister got recognized women of excellence as well as kiki from hey girl hey got recognized and just so many persons so i'm i'm just grateful and then we also have some fellow media brothers in ron and uh brian cook as well as aubrey bruce that also got the honor too so it's it's, it's pretty cool and i and i and I look forward to seeing others, especially on here, get their recognition. I'd like to see Trevin and I'd like to see Vince get it, you know, and I wish I wish all of y'all lived in Pittsburgh because it's only based on a Pittsburgh thing. But so I'm I'm honored. And thank you, gentlemen, for your congratulations as well. And for Urban Media today for write, writing up a nice story as well. And I'm, so I'm grateful. So I just want to say again, thank you. Congrats, man. So you stole my thunder from my my part of it. So uh, oh, I'm sorry. congratulations, oh, brother. Man. No, you did good. You did good. Uh, Reg, what you got, man? <laughs> good yeah, stuff, so, man. Ray Porter. Uh, and Ray, you, you mentioned people coming uh being in Pittsburgh. You know, I'm coming back to Pittsburgh. So All right. I'm well, actually that's... in Pittsburgh now, and so I'm coming back and moving back. So good. What? Excited to oh come wow, back okay. Home. That's what's up. Um so, and, you know, part of that for me, and again, to, to veer off away from sports, just to make sure everybody's keeping in check with their mental health. You, you know what I mean? 
Uh, and I know for me, one of the reasons of making my move back here is, you know, straight mental health reasons, you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and recognizing that, um, you know, your, your work-life balance has to be intact. Um, mm-hmm. You also have to be in, in, in check with your wellness, you know, making sure that you are mentally and spiritually and emotionally correct. Good. Uh, and that's important, you know, and, and to talk about the, you know, to the importance of therapy. Uh, you know, and, and, and fellas, you guys on the screen or, or anybody who's listening, if you're feeling like you need some help, you need to talk to somebody, yeah. no stigma. Just go ahead, take that time and do what you need to do. Make sure right. that, you, that you are right in yourself. And just a, a big shout out, <clears throat> uh, you know, to, to you know, sometimes you got to make moves in life. Looks like a step backwards, but you're doing it because it's not about necessarily the, the fame. It's not necessarily about the money. It's about your, your wellness your spirit, your energy, and ultimately your happiness that that really is the, is most important. So, you know, everybody listening right now, watching and the fellas on the, on the screen that I'm looking at, just make sure you guys keep that intact. Make sure we keep your eyes on the prize in terms of, you know, making sure that you're happy and you, you got yourself straight. That's great. Well, it's good that, that you're coming back, man. So we'll get you on there as well as Brandon Walker. Look out for 2024, y'all. Come on. Good stuff. Good stuff, uh, Rich. All right, Brandon, what you got, man? Okay, now I'm back. All right. Yeah, for the two-minute offense, when in doubt, talk about Penn State. Penn State had two players did he say Penn State? Drafted he did not in the NBA draft last week. Seth Lundy going to the defending uh, NBA champion Denver Nuggets. And also, oh, no, Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett, the point guard, is going to Denver Nuggets. Seth Lundy is going to... The Atlanta Hawks both got picked in the second round. And also Penn State is on the recruiting trail. And they were supposed to, they're going to get a three-star commit tomorrow. They're supposed to. And, and that story will be on Urban Media today. And I will make sure that will be on there soon and other future recruits. So long on Urban. So you will have Penn State. The Penn State brand will be on Urban Media today. We'll be on the lookout for that, man. as long with the HBCUs okay. and all the culture. I'm done. Do we pull no. <laughs> It's Urban Media Today Talk Sports. You have Ray Porter Jr., Vince Butts, Cliff McAfee. Junior, that's right. Is it Junior? You got Reg Hickman and Ryan Pitts, Reverend Ron. I want to call him that so bad. That's right, Reverend Ron. With all due respect, though, that's respect because Ray. (laughs) Raymond? And we celebrate hip hop, too. So, I mean, but no, I'm just playing. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed the show this week. We're going to come back next week. We talked about, oh, tonight, I know I'm going to check out the USFL championship game because that was kind of cool. I think it was exciting. There's some good stuff to have some football in the summertime. Um, but that's it for me. Ray stole my thunder earlier. Again, kudos to him. Congratulations. One of the Was it one of the 50 men of excellence, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, 50 yes, men yes, of excellence. Sir. That's awesome. Uh, you deserve that shine, my brother. You definitely Thank you, do. Man. Thank uh, you. We'll see y'all next weekend. Urban Media Today talks sports every week on Urban Media Today Radio, where you can listen in on free music and podcasts on our SoundCloud station at Urban Media Today. And for more information, log on to UrbanMediaToday.com, your lifestyle, entertainment, and sports blog website. What type of game is being played? How's it going down? Get up, all right?
The views and opinions expressed on podcasts do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.